Okay, guys, it is our 400th episode. We did it. We've been doing this for way too long, I guess. Quite a few. <laughs> Cheats is just a tired husk of his former self after after 200 episodes of just being beaten down and nah. stripped of any bit of self-pride he had. <laughs> it's actually more than 200 episodes. He's been on the show for the majority of the episodes. Really? Now. I guess you're officially a co-host now. Yes. Yeah. Officially a co-host. Okay. <laughs> for the last 200 plus episodes, pretty much every time after you leave, we just debate whether or not we're going to let you stick around for another week. Goodbye, cheats. Good work. We'll most likely kill you in the morning. Yeah. If that doesn't define my actual friendship as well, but I'm not sure what does. <laughs> well, anyway, right. so for the 400th episode... Of course, we're kind of doing a blend of MPM Classic and uh, obviously RoboCop 3, but we're going to talk about the RoboCop trilogy. One of the big things, you know, that I've been into lately, of course, is Mortal Kombat 11, and mm. RoboCop is obviously a fucking character on Robo on the on the new Mortal Kombat. Yeah, game. of course. And naturally. it reminded me of some video game. I don't remember what system it was for, but I swear they had a RoboCop versus Terminator video game back in the day. Uh, I think it was Sega. Yeah. Yeah. So Sega Genesis. I think it was on more than one console, but yeah. It's also an arcade classic. So my question for us uh, this week for the 400th episode is what RoboCop versus movie did we miss out on? Ooh. Okay. Predator. Ooh. Robocop versus Predator. Fuck yes. That would have been it. I'm pretty sure there are comics of that. Are you fucking kidding me? I think so. Jesus, titty I think they're fucking all Christ. The, they're all from Fox, which means that we'll never get them again. Well, that does, that's not true. I mean, didn't Disney buy all the Fox shit? Yeah. Exactly. Disney's still yeah. releasing Predator comics. Disney makes R-rated I, movies. They just don't release them on Disney+. Plus, or They put those shits on Hulu. That is a fucking great pick, D-Hart. I didn't even think about Predator. Like, well, Predators already had some versus movies. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's true, but like, also, like, Predator's whole cloaking device is just completely useless against Robocop. Yeah. Predator just cloaks, and Robocop's like, You're there, Dirtball. <laughs> fucking shoots him. Of course, he calls him Dirtball. Yeah. Yes. Because he's a ball of dirt. <laughs> or Slimeball. I guess Slimeball will work. And he shoots his dick off. <laughs> well, finishing move. <laughs> see, like, the issue, though, is that, like, fighting. Predator, he would be very confused as to where to shoot him because there'd be like a lot of confusion. He's like, if I shoot him in the face, I'm shooting him in the pussy. <laughs> if I shoot him in his dick, is that also is that? Or, or, which one of these is the genitals? And of course, Robocop gets confused and then just powers down. Yeah, the- <laughs> I don't know what to do. I'm Robocop. Let's be honest. It seems like he does that a couple times in these movies. It happens so much. He just look around for ten minutes while everyone's shooting at him. It's like, and then also, ah, fuck him, fuck RoboCop. But also, he's my hero. I think my answer for this question would be Judge Dredd. Yeah, we were we mentioned this last night. Well, so it's just a battle battle of the power frowns then. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, of course. <clears throat> or I don't know why they would be they would be fighting. I guess like obviously they both feel like they're doing good, mm-hmm. and obviously the bad guy here is the corporate evil overlord that's telling them both. That they're doing good, but but for the majority of the movie, we're gonna have what should have been a Batman versus Superman scenario where they actually fight, right? You know, so who wins that fight? Judge Dredd. I already answered because he can bend his knees. Yes. <laughs> also, because Judge Dredd fights like actual like undead interdimensional threats, which are way more dangerous than RoboCop. Okay, RoboCop's a badass, but I'm you know he doesn't compare to Judge I mean, Death. Okay, let's just say that Judge Dredd wins the first encounter. They could just put RoboCop back together again. It's true. It seems like it's impossible to actually kill his brain. 
Like, no matter what they do. I like how you say Judge Dredd fights interdimensional beings like Robocop's not in the Mortal Kombat games. That's different. That's not canon. <laughs> Literal interdimensional beings. I mean, what's canon? In? All Robocop is canon. Can we just agree on that? Yes, I agree. Yes, especially the, the Christmas. Machine. Oh, Jesus. From the Prime Directive series. <laughs> <laughs> the Bone Machine. Is it made? It doesn't have to be made of real bone. He has a skull face. Fuck yes. A really cheap looking He's one. the Boninator. <laughs> Do we get to lump Robo Vampire in there with Robocop Cannon too? Ooh, I don't know about it. <laughs> Thinking about it, I don't, I don't like it. <sighs> Robo Vampire might be able to beat Robocop. Because he got literally missled into a hundred pieces and then they just screwed him back together with a fucking Phillips head. <laughs> like, ah, it's, it's cool. Oh, your head. Yeah, mine. <laughs> What's your pick, Phil? I guess the Raptors from Jurassic Park. <laughs> well, they remember. <laughs> <laughs> they have the tactical advantage because Robocop's a fucking idiot. Well, they have the tactical advantage because they can move. <laughs> oh, you mean like the ability to move so fast you can catch a goddamn bullet? That's a one-off. <laughs> <laughs> he was lucky there. <laughs> he seemed awfully chill about the whole thing, but then again, I guess so does he always. Yeah. Oh, my. Yes, I think um, a, a pack, two or three of raptors from Jurassic Park, the first one, they are clever. They're girls. So Robocop's automatically weak to them because he just, he just freezes up. He's like, oh, I can't shoot a girl. Because <laughs> he's from an era whenever it was like, oh, I can't shoot this kid, even though he's literally going to kill me and everyone else. And presumably the raptors aren't doing crimes. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that if... Loitering. If Robocop, if Robocop versus uh, Jurassic Park, then uh, they would be doing crimes because they would be... That's been the, the driving force. They're... As, they're taking them and they're trying to make them into weapons of war. Yeah, mm, that's true. All that's you have true. to do is have like some Dick Jones type get a hold of him or a uh, Clarence Boddicker. Where I is guess. Clarence Boddicker? He just arrests John Hammond immediately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm stuck on two, and I think I'm going to go with the first one I thought of, which is Robocop versus Jason. Mm. Also in the Mortal... Well, no, I guess they were never in the same Mortal Kombat. Nah, because I think Jason was in 10 and <clears throat> Robocop's in yeah. 11. But, like, it's just two giant beings with super strength just punching each other and throwing each other through things, because that's always fun. Well, yeah, and guns don't affect Jason. Or grenades. Or rocket launchers. Or literally anything. (laughs) Or being tossed out of a spaceship and burning up in the goddamn atmosphere. (laughs) It doesn't matter what you do to him. But Robocop can just be rebuilt over and over again. So, it's the, the immovable object. Unstoppable force. It's the Freddy versus Jason argument we already had. It's just like, yeah, no, one of them's gonna win. Obviously, <laughs> no one's gonna give up ground for this fight. No, I, I did think of a second answer. Oh, bonus round answers. We're doing it. Robocop versus Twin Peaks. Just because we got a, <laughs> we have a lot. Of, we have a couple of Twin Peaks uh, cast members in the first Robocop. Yeah, that's true, dude. So I think it only makes sense that. <laughs> The RoboCop trilogy is fucking filled edge to edge with famous actors. Like, very famous ones. It's ridiculous. Well, because D-Hart gave us a second answer first, I now have clearance to do so. (laughs) Yes. So, I'm gonna say uh, Home Alone, RoboCop edition. Oh, shit. He's going after Macaulay Culkin because... uh, You know, there's like a a false flag or something like that where he he thinks he's, he's actually... Like, bad, or alternatively, it's, you know, older Macaulay Culkin who... Listen. Bad universe tweaker. Listen, Kevin 
stole that toothbrush from that fucking convenience store. Yep, he He's did. fucking fair game as far as Robocop's concerned. Just think of all the stuff <laughs> that Kevin could hit him with. Come back here with that toothbrush scumbag. <laughs> just like, it's a toothbrush. It just shoots Kevin in the head. <laughs> Crime is the plaque of the city. Drop the toothbrush now. <laughs> Motherfucker. You have two, 20 seconds to comply. <laughs> also, can we just talk about how great Mortal Kombat is, by the way? Just like, for a second. How... How awesome over the years they've just put fucking alien. They made one of Jack Briggs's costumes just Carl Weathers from yep. Predator. Rambo is coming to it in like a couple weeks. Yep. Like, fuck yes. Just fuck yes, Mortal Kombat. Good job, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I really appreciate your hustle and they're spending money on intellectual property. They're out there doing the Lord's work. <laughs> <laughs> And I mean, let's be real, it's our money, because those fucking characters are like $19 a piece. <laughs> Not if you buy the ultimate pack. By God, America. Alright guys, welcome to episode 400 of Motion Picture Meltdown. I'm one of your hosts, Stephen the Rose Rosenberg. Phil the Kill Collins. Cheats the Streets McGee. Andy Hart. And we're here today to talk about Robocops. Motherfucking plural. Robocops. Sometimes plural in the same fucking movie. We talked about Robocop 1 and 2. I believe this was when me and Mark were co-hosting the podcast. I don't remember if D-Hart was on that episode or not. He was on that episode. It was like a 26-minute episode or something. You guys barely... Obviously something that needs to be revisited because these movies are pretty fucking awesome. Well, just Robocop in general is awesome. I won't go as far as to say all the movies are awesome. Um, I'm going to have to have you reserve judgment. Okay, sir. deal. So, uh, RoboCop 1, directed by Paul Verhoeven of Starship Troopers and uh, Total Recall and... Showgirls. Showgirls being the most important of the three. It's the one with the most nudity. The synopsis <laughs> is, In a dystopic and crime-ridden Detroit, a terminally wounded cop returns to the force as a powerful cyborg haunted by submerged memory. Yeah, that's accurate. You it's get a, such a... It's you get a, a pass this time. I feel I like that's a feel-good synopsis of this movie, though. Oh, yeah, a bet. <laughs> Anything that doesn't call it a fucking violent wasteland of death is just a liar. <laughs> it's like, oh, we're going to start the movie with death, and there's just more death coming, no matter what. Yeah. So we've got the classic Paul Verhoeven touches, like the, would you like to know more, style sections of news footage and like advertisements for made up vehicles that he invented, Sucks 2000 <laughs> or whatever the fuck it's called. I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah. You should buy it for a dollar. I I love I love those little segments. The I'd buy that for a dollar. This Benny Hill thing that seems to be like the most popular thing on TV. Yeah, it just keeps playing somehow. Like I don't know. It must be working. I know I've talked. Yeah. We talked about this like in the old classic episode, but like let's talk about Peter Weller for a second here. And I like to describe Peter Weller as a skeleton that somebody slingshotted some skin onto. <laughs> Because that's what he fucking looks like. Him being the hero works in the RoboCop movies because he's he's just a soulless being, basically, for most of the movies. He, and he's just a bottom half of the face. So you really don't have to focus on, like, his actual face and voice and stuff like that that much. Because they're the RoboCop stuff, you know what I mean? Right. But he has fucking villain face. I'm not gonna... I always say that. Peter <laughs> Weller has villain face. I think his face works great for this, for, like, when he takes off the the upper cap. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, he didn't have any eyebrows to begin with, and he doesn't have any eyebrows as RoboCop. He just doesn't have eyebrows? 
take a look at the guy. Have you ever seen an eyebrow on that guy? Have you ever seen eyebrows and Peter Weller in the same room at the same time? <laughs> I come to think of it, no, I haven't. But, like you said, his face looks like a villain's face, and that I'm sure that part of that is owed to his eyebrowlessness. <laughs> you should really paint some on. I mean, it's not so hard. In the original version of this episode, Stephen, you shit-talked Robocop an awful lot. Especially Peter Weller, specifically. Yeah. Have you re- reconsidered in any kind of way? Well, I like Robocop a lot more now than I did almost 10 years ago, basically. <laughs> but I still, I'm not a fan of Peter Weller as an actor that much. Now, with that being said, I have really liked him in skeezy roles where he plays a skeezy fuck. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because he has a skeezy fuck face. <laughs> I, I don't think it's that bad as... as Did you not as... just watch him in fucking Leviathan the other night and he looked like a skeleton with a mullet? Yeah, but I'm just saying that, like, <laughs> you're just, like... Hammering in on it, like I don't think you're it's not, that. You're not not selling me on him as a skeleton with a mullet, though. Yeah. Just so you know. And the other thing also is like it should be mentioned he plays RoboCop in RoboCop One and Two, yeah. but not in the third one. Right. And I think he pulls it off because like RoboCop is supposed to be you know kind of emotionless, mm-hmm. but like he still has like some things. And I think that Peter Weller does it while certain other actors wouldn't because they would be they would try to be too charismatic as this. Mm-hmm. Well, they're just like, hey, we need you to like we need you to hit that that level because it's real easy to just be a board, mm-hmm. but it's real hard to be a board and also still good. Yeah, and and I just said like I think it works for this movie. Yeah, like I do think it works for this movie. But also around the time when we yeah. podcasted this the first time, I was watching a lot of this is going to sound weird. I was watching a lot of Peter Weller hero movies. Like fucking Buckaroo Banzai and Screamers and like, you know what I mean? So I was just kind of like, I hate him as the hero. I like Buckaroo Banzai. <laughs> I don't know if he's supposed to be the hero in Buckaroo Banzai. He's supposed to be a straight up psychopath because that's what he fucking is. But I don't think it was meant to be interpreted that way. <laughs> I mean, that's how it ended up. And it worked, obviously. Uh, it's a classic film that everyone loves. Everyone loves. But to answer your uh, question, Philip. Uh, yeah, of course my appreciation for RoboCop has grown over the years. Like, it's it's great. I love it. And the only thing I have to say to that is, yeah, it better. <laughs> I believe the debate at the time was uh, RoboCop or... Uh, Demolition Man. Can I think of the Demolition name? Man. Demolition Man. Yes. And, well, that was a classic debate, I think, between you and Evan? No. Or was we it were, you and Evan on teams we versus on, Steven? We were solidly behind RoboCop. <laughs> right. Yeah. Monument to violence. <laughs> yeah, it is, truly. And I'll tell you this, though. After watching Demolition Man recently and RoboCop recently, I still have more fun with Demolition Man. Well, that's fine. Well, yeah. like, that's not the debate we're having today, but if you guys want, we can have that debate <laughs> after we're done talking about these three <laughs> movies. We also have in this movie, Kurtwood Smith, who plays Clarence Boddicker, which is just like... The most non-villainous name ever. <laughs> Clarence, yes, but like Boddicker is like... That's a pretty villainous last name, so... I don't know, I feel like it's one step away from butt liquor. <laughs> Have you not played Streets of Rage? That seems like a random name to pop up from Lagoon. Clarence Butt Liquor. Yeah, well, <laughs> butt liquor. Or barf, as we've said before. Okay, well, anyways, it uh, doesn't matter because Kurtwood Smith was born a villain. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's great. He, he fucking chews the scenery, he fucking... He delivers so hard... That all, like, UPS, fucking, you know, United States Postal Service, they can just all go fuck themselves. He has so many great fucking lines. And the way he throws them out there is just great. 
Can you fly, Bobby? <laughs> 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 Bitches leave. Yeah. His one-liners are great, and the other great thing about him as a villain in this movie is he he doesn't really fall into the villain syndrome where he fucks around too long before acting. No, he never yeah. does. You know, he 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 delivers the one-liner. And then he's just like, I'm going to blow off your fucking arm. Or at least your hand, and then we'll blow off your arm with the next shot. Yeah, um, speaking of which, that's pretty much the beginning of the movie. There's not a whole lot of development for Peter Weller as a character before he gets Robocopped. You get a couple of lines in a, Murphy. the gun movement, the twirl from yep. TJ Laser. A little bit of uh, back and forth between... Uh, just enough to where you can identify him as the same guy later on when he's Robocop. Right, and also he can like pretend to be a normal human being, even though he's Peter Weller and we all know he's not. <laughs> and then turn into Robocop, who's just robot face. And works perfectly. Flawless robot face. So, let's see. Who else we got here? Nancy <laughs> Allen, who's the only, I think, tying thread between all three movies. Ray Wise, he's typically a... Uh, Villain crony. Miguel Ferrer, who's always a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, I was, I was looking for him and I was like, I can't remember. Yeah, he's actually low he on was the in piece this. of shit scale as compared to where he normally is. Somehow. It's super surprising. Yeah. A lot of villain face in this movie. Obviously, Paul Verhoeven has a fucking hard-on for villain face. Because this is just pure villain face volume fucking 17. Yeah. And of course, that uh, Dick Jones. <laughs> right? Has there ever been a... A dickier or jonesier face than this guy. Both. It's just a villainous. Ironically, his last name is Cox. Yeah. So, dick. Yeah. <laughs> Penis-related names only for him. Murphy and Lewis, you know, they track down Kurtwood Smith and his gang for, you know... Or Clarence and his gang for doing crimes, obviously. Well, no, they... Yeah, they hear the call coming over the radio. They see the van. They chase after it. There's a really hilarious... There's scene. no backup. Yes, of course, because... Times are tough for Detroit. The scene where Lewis is like, got one of the guys like in, cornered basically when he's taking a piss. And then like, she looks down at his dick. I just, and that, that <laughs> scene. I was so furious. Yeah. <laughs> that scene doesn't make any sense because Lewis is like hyper competent mm -hmm. the rest of this movie. Oh. And then the second movie. Well, okay. So. Maybe he had a very impressive dick. Maybe. I guess. <laughs> she didn't even know if it was impressive or not. She had to look. That's the problem. Yeah. She was like, curious about the dick. But anyway, <laughs> we already saw her with like nine dudes in the fucking precinct. Like by herself. Everyone else was just like, yeah, watch. Lewis is going to fucking crack some motherfucking skulls up in here. And she just beats the shit out of these dudes. All, the, all of them are in handcuffs, but still. Or not, maybe not all. No, that one guy got out. One of them was. So um, they establish her as like competent. And then she just basically lets this guy walk all the way up to her. It's like, this is a classic move. Like, guns are not meant to be used at that range. That's why you don't let them get that fucking close. Lay the fuck down and put your goddamn hands behind your back. Or I'm gonna shoot your dumb ass. And your stupid dick. She was cockstruck. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> he was like, basically, you wanna look at my dick? That's when she was just like, sure, and then just kicks him. Or just shoots him in the leg. Well, she or should have taken a, a... Shoot him in the dick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of dick shooting in this movie. You might as well just continue the dick shooting. I mean, there's really just a single dick getting yeah. shot, I'm pretty sure. But <laughs> that's, that's, so much that's more really more than you generally movie. get, yeah. <laughs> Unless you get on YouTube and look up the video Robocop shooting dicks, which is the best video of all time, <laughs> by the way. Just, 
It might be as good as RoboCop 3. <laughs> oh, it's way better than RoboCop 3. But it's so convincing because that scene almost seems like it comes, like, of the YouTube video, almost seems like it came from... Straight out of the movie. Yeah. It looks like a deleted scene. They did way too good of a job. They put so much effort into that video. <laughs> and then it's just, people just keep, it's beautiful. keep walking in. <laughs> Swarming in with their dicks being shot off. Oh, no, I think the funniest part there is this, they're swarming in with their dicks out. Like, <laughs> their pants are down and they're like, yeah! <laughs> shaking their dicks. Just blowing them the fuck away. Anyway, she gets knocked out and Murphy, of course, gets cornered by the rest of the gang. And they beat the shit out of him and that's where you get the classic Kurtwood Smith. Where he's like, right, focusing in. On where to blow off. And the, I don't like cops, and cops don't like me. <laughs> we got a problem. Way around. <laughs> cops don't like me, and I don't like cops. God, <laughs> Kurtwood Smith. And then he blows off Murphy's hand, and then you get a solid like 15 seconds of just them blowing Murphy away. 20 to 30 seconds. <laughs> For so long, they're shooting him. And it's clear they're shooting him in the chest because they're just like wanting him to suffer. But regardless, there were giant holes in his chest. There's no way he's still standing up. Or even on his knees or whatever the fuck he was. Before Kurtwood Smith walked over and popped a cap in that ass. And blew basically all of his brains out of the back of his skull. This fucking <laughs> prosthetic head that they exploded for this scene was basically annihilated. There was nothing left. And they're like, no, it's, it's fine. It's a, it's a very, it kind of, honestly, it kind of reminded me of Six Day whenever they pick up that dude and his neck is like, the bone is sticking out of it. And they're like, no, this is, he's just knocked out. He's, just, he's, he's, he's dead tired. Time. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> from Dead Murphy is from which Robocop is born. And you also get the scene where Ed 209 is getting introduced as uh, the new policing unit of the city. So for... Those of you uninitiated with RoboCop and somehow having never seen Ed 209, which is probably top three favorite robots of all time because it's a murder bot and also because it can't do stairs. And that's just hilarious. So this thing looks like... Uh, it's the coolest fucking robot. <laughs> yeah, don't even worry. It kind of looks like a mech warrior. Yeah. It... You're fucking listening to this on your goddamn phone. Google Ed 209, goddammit. It's beautiful. <laughs> it looks like if Frog was made into a robot, and then it could stand up, and then it just had 900 guns. And he has, uh, <laughs> he has, is it lion noises? And lion roar, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, he probably just probably just a stereo in there he can play pretty much whatever he wants <laughs> but he's definitely programmed for for all kinds of like wild animal sounds i guess for intimidation purposes because he's for urban pacification except for that whenever mr kinney is handed this massive goddamn glock and he points it at ed 209 and he tells him to throw it down he does and ed 209's like yeah but i'm still gonna fucking kill you <laughs> You have 10 seconds to comply. And then all the other fucking board member people are like, nah, dude, you're on your own, and like, throw him onto the other side of the room by himself. Well, to be fair, Mr. Kenny runs and tries to hide behind everybody else, too, so... Yeah, well, so technically, he wouldn't get shot at, because if Ed 209 is only after him, he wouldn't shoot the other people. See, I don't know if they wouldn't. <laughs> well, no, obviously he's broken right now, so none, all bets are off. But, yeah. like, the point remains, like, I'm just saying... Yeah. Like, they are sick fucks. I would maybe just run toward Ed 209 and hug its leg. I mean, honestly, oh, you can, can see it? that the thing can barely move at all. Yeah, it can't point straight down. Oh my god, dude. It's... <laughs> he just gets blown away. If like... he thought Peter Weller getting blown away looked good, 
Well, this scene absolutely slaps. Mm. It's just... They put so much blood squibs on this dude. So much. Well, no, after... So he gets shot a bunch of times, and then he gets thrown up onto Delta City, where uh, where they were just having a little board meeting about how great the city's going to be. He get, He lands on this model, and then they just... They just had some bags full of blood, I'm pretty sure, just on a table, just blowing it up. Because <laughs> he continues to shoot him for so fucking long. Shot him like 900 times. <laughs> Speaking of which, the number of bullets that Ed 209 has is the only character in all of the Robo- RoboCop series that has any kind of cause to have this many bullets. Like, all the rest of them are like, it's like, where's the clip? Doesn't matter. It's just an arm shotgun that can shoot rockets and flamethrowers and an unlimited number of bullets, and it's the size of an arm. And that <laughs> doesn't make any fucking sense. But you know what? It doesn't fucking matter, because this fucking badass balls to the fucking wall, and I'll I'll say it right now, because we're going to get to it eventually. All three of these fucking movies are balls to the wall, and it seems like they put the balls even further onto the wall somehow. Like, I don't... <laughs> I don't know if they're just bigger or longer. I don't, I don't know. Longer. But it becomes more balls and more walls. <laughs> yeah, so, uh... The Ed 209 project was, uh... Dick Jones's child. Yep. And, uh, this is... This embarrassment... <laughs> opens yes, the door. The, this is an embarrassment. Having one of your colleagues blown the fuck away in a spectacular fashion. Yeah. yeah it's really not considered... It doesn't even be seem to be looked at as more than an inconvenience to the Look, this the all company. just falls well within the range of an industrial accident. <laughs> Clearly <laughs> doesn't. Well If I robot is to be believed. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is, unfortunately. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have board meetings with like in literal like high rises. Yeah, they he should have been using dummy rounds, if nothing else. Or maybe just a dummy. You know, just put a gun in a dummy's hand. If you mean li- to shoot at? Okay, but you can't have live ammunition on the 100th floor of this fucking building. Yeah, <laughs> it makes no sense. It's like, this is the most... They should be doing this in a fucking field. Yeah, behind <laughs> ridiculous amounts of glass. Yeah. Sounds like your presentation would be boring, D-Hart. And also take forever to get to. <laughs> We're trying to be efficient here. Just take the presentation to the boardroom. So anyways, it feels like we're setting up for a RoboCop vs. Z209 situation, but doesn't really... It is that, slightly. A little, a tiny bit, but it's mostly RoboCop versus Clarence Boddicker. So this is another tying theme throughout all three movies. He just walks up to random people and demands to know where things are. Mostly people, but sometimes places or, or drugs. Where is it? And then just smashes their face until they give him the answer. I mean, it works. <laughs> yeah, seems pretty not legal, but whatever. Yeah, so the thing with, with the Robocop universe is it's not quite, like, cyberpunk, but it's definitely, like, a kind of a bad future with, like, more advanced tech. It's, like, on the way to cyberpunk. Yeah, it, it's it's like that transition period. Judge Dredd's a really good comparison for mm-hmm. the kind of universe that Robocop is. And then one thing also, we mentioned, you know, this boardroom corporation. This is kind of used as a backdrop, at least in the three movies. I don't remember the cartoon, and I never watched Prime Directives. But the main corporation in Detroit is OCP. And their main goal is they actually just want to, like, bulldoze Detroit and put in, like, a mega corporation city called Delta City. So almost everything that they do is them trying to get Detroit to default on 
paying them back money so then they can just take the city. Which is like real fucked up, but also doesn't seem like something that's that's out of question for, you know, twenty twenty. Yeah. So oh, shit. No, yeah. Jeff Bezos <clears throat> would buy a city and bulldoze it. No question. Hundred percent. Dude's clearly a villain. And he could totally afford it. <laughs> he could quite literally buy a city and bulldoze it if he wanted. Anyways, um wow. Rest in peace. <laughs> Rest in peace, America. Uh, I thought he was like, Jeff Bezos is dead? <laughs> what a joyous day. <laughs> yeah, I would throw a fucking party right now. We'd have to cancel. We'd just fucking streamers and pizza and shit. Philip would Jeff go Bezos jump out in a car that just drove by, by his house. Yeah, I'd be like, hey, come back here with that fucking cool in the game. We have our universe set up. Robocop is trying to solve crimes. Just one at a time, I guess. Robocop is made because the Ed 209 project has failed miserably. So the uh, couple other characters that are part of OCP are just like, well, we wanted to make like a super robot cop anyway. So they, they immediately find where Alex Murphy's died and take his body to actually make in Robocop. And so I think it's like a few months or something like that, maybe from, from what I can tell in the videos, because you get Alex Murphy's perspective as he is going into the, the operating room. And the only reason it's from his perspective, because motherfucker's dead, mm-hmm. is just because we're going to shift into, like, when he, like, is alive as Robocop again. And we, we go through the process of him actually being made, and then we get into the process of, like, here's fucking Robocop. Let's go shoot criminals. Is he dead? He's declared dead, but he still has memories. It's totally insane. Again, we've I specifically mentioned earlier, there was zero brains left in that skull. They were okay, It was well, blown uh, clear. Then I guess we would have to say that Robocop still has his soul. Yeah. Because we know living tissue's still alive because they feed him baby food. It's like, ooh, baby food. <laughs> he was really stoked that, about baby food. I love that executive. He's great. Yeah, he's... <laughs> I, I believe I have read that, like, scientists have seen that memories and, and like, the synapses in, of memories can last in your brain, like, long after you... Yeah, that would make sense. It sounds sciencey enough. I'm willing to just not call bullshit on it. <laughs> Just assuming that they just simply got a little carried away with the prosthetic head they blew up, and there was a brain left in there somehow. He did get shot straight in the face, but um, is he alive or not? Like, I mean, he does eat. That is a biological process. Yeah, he is marginally alive. <laughs> yeah, whether or not he was ever killed fully, I mean, who gives a fuck? Yeah, and uh, I don't know if did you guys catch it that they they actually. They've kind of murdered Murphy in a way. It's like we put several prime candidates in the yeah, no, <laughs> into they, dangerous situations. They so they would be ready within their their time. Yeah, they period. had a time frame, and she was just like, "Yeah, we can make that happen." And then, lo and behold, when they're chasing down the most dangerous and wanted criminal in the city, they just simply don't send backup. Oh, and then also they're also working for OCP. So, rest in peace to any chance of RoboCop making it through this without getting all of his pieces blown off. Oh, and they also, Miguel Ferrer's like, what, you saved one of his arms? Why? Chop it off. It's like, uh, okay. Which is really fucking funny when you think about the remake, because <laughs> Miguel Ferrer called bullshit on that shit fucking 20 years prior. <laughs> and then they did it! Everything in the, the remake movie is straight up them just, they looked at exactly two things in RoboCop 1. They didn't watch the movie. They just saw the two scenes, and they're just like, what if he has a family? Keep the arm. And that was the basis for the RoboCop remake. I don't remember the remake as much as you guys do, probably, but, like, 
Was he more emotional in the remake? Yes. yes. Okay, I thought so. He went to his house and like was going to watch, uh, I think, Red Wings games with his son. That's right. That's right. God, why? I think it was like, there's him. not even a couch there that can support him. I cannot get over the image of him sitting on a fucking couch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just fucking ridiculous. It's like... Dude, you don't need to sit. You're a robot. <laughs> it's as easy to stand. As easy, maybe easier. Because you probably use a bunch of fucking energy sitting down. Because it's a process. Unless you just <laughs> fall down. Fuck the remake. But anyway. The remake was an entirely another animal altogether. And it was a great podcast. So you guys should go listen to it. But anywho. So he's out of Robocop creation surgery. All of the scientists are like celebrating. They're like, good job. This is all for you. Miguel Ferrer's encouraging him as though he didn't on camera say chop off his arm. Right in fucking front of him. He yeah. doesn't care, obviously. Never gets even with him specifically about that. Well, the uh, the human bits they weren't expecting. They weren't expecting any of the residual memories or yeah. So th- that's one of the things that you just have to sort of write off about this movie is that. So why the fuck is they putting a robo uh, a human brain in there? They can literally tell it what to do. So what the fuck? Like, what's the brain for? The concept of why the human brain is there is the fact that you still need a level of human judgment to actually, like, do anything as far as being, like, a police officer goes. Well, yeah, talk- he was also shot in the head, so... <laughs> they talk about that... I don't even know... If, do they even talk about that at all in this? They don't mention it in the first one. No, yeah, exactly. Like, so, in the remake, it's, like, almost the whole movie. Like, that's almost all they talk about, was the fact that because it's not a full-blown, like, autonomous like thing they could sell it to the public easier actually in the remake it was more of a the illusion right because because, because of, they actually made it so he couldn't make decisions yeah and it just appeared as though he was or was he <laughs> because of fucking human hand <laughs> yeah it's it's that's why he uh he shot the bad guy at the end is because the human hand if you never listen to that episode at least find the part where cheats was like Oh my god, I know what it is. It was the human hand that shot him. And then D-Hard just turns to him and goes, What? (laughs) He was so mad. (laughs) It's fucking genius. Because it was like, at that moment, the podcast (laughs) turned and we all just went, Oh my god, that's what it was. What the fuck? So Robocop's up and working and like, it takes him a little bit before he starts becoming apparent that like, he he is an actual human. Uh, Well, mostly. One thing also I want to give the first movie. mostly human. Well, yeah. A little bit human. Human enough. One thing I want to give the first movie credit for, that I think it does a good job on, actually, is the fact that you know all of the side characters and their motivations. So, it, well, the movie is called Robocop. It doesn't seem like it's just about Robocop. Mm-hmm. They don't do as well with that in, like, the following movies, I feel like. But it's like... Every character in this movie is fleshed out in such a way that you like you know what they're about, you know what their motivations are, and you know what they're gonna do. And that's better than like some movies are like you have the main character and you have the side characters. So like you might really like the side characters, but they're not always like fully developed characters in their own right. And I think the first Robocop movie does a very good job of that. Yeah. Especially considering most of the movie is about just shooting people and they explode. Yeah. Yeah, I mean honestly, you're saying most of the movie is about blowing people up, and it is, but they cut out even more of that and make even more of it about blowing people up, as we'll see in the second and third one. It's pretty much just about that. Exclusively. 
with rocket packs. Main villain, as we talked about earlier, uh, played by Kurtwood Smith, Clarence Boddicker. Clarence. He's not even the main villain. You think he is for a long time. I mean... Uh, He's the most memorable villain. Well, yeah. The most threatening of the villains. You know, of course there's Dick Jones, but... Not the man pulling the strings. Yeah, he's not the puppet yes, master. Yes, but the puppet masters are boring comparatively. He's the he's the Shang Tsung, man. Yeah. <laughs> the other guy is Shao Kahn, and nobody gives a fuck about Shao Kahn. It's Shang Tsung is the man. Yep. I'll, so I like uh, how uh, Dick Jones is uh, confronts every <laughs> Bob in the bathroom. It's like, I used to give the old man some heart. <laughs> called him Boner. <laughs> called him Boner. Iron Butt. Even went so far to call him an asshole one time. <laughs> iron butt. What iron is that? Like, why would they call him? Was he like a? I am iron butt. <laughs> <Yeah>. What? <laughs> they, they never mentioned the part where his ass was pressed there. Yeah. Blah. So he's so PG about these bizarre fucking insults that they used to call the old man. Then he's like, yeah, but we respected him anyway, even though he was. We, we even called him a butthole. And then, <laughs> and then fucking Miguel Ferrer's like, yeah, but fuck you. My project's gonna win. It's obviously being successful as all fuck. And uh, he's just doing coke with a couple of hookers. See, Dick Jones does have one point. It'd be great in a place that is not a city. Yeah. <laughs> it would be hell on wheels. Well, on little tiny I mean, if you're in a flat feet. area, if you're in a flat area with tons of shit to shoot at... This is your guy. <laughs> yeah, because RoboCop shoots at him all the time. Never puts him down with just bullets. Putting him on the front lines in like a military situation would be like obviously the best case scenario for this thing. Doesn't he say something about that? Like he was trying to set up like a military contract or something? I can't remember yeah, right now. That was the projected eventual use after it's used for like urban pacification. He's like, this is going to become the number one military thing ever for 20 plus years. And like he go even, straight there. Don't don't yeah. test it in an urban setting because that's where it fails. I can't do fucking stairs. <laughs> Talking to the fucking choir, but also they <laughs> they fuck that shit up all the goddamn time in these movies. It, they have to be stupid, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. It's frustrating as all fuck though, because yeah, his plan is a genius plan. It's the plan of planned obsolescence. He's just like. It doesn't matter if it works. We're going to sell fuckloads of parts. We're going to sell so much fucking service and everything for these goddamn things. You won't believe the amount of money we're going to fucking make. Hey, he, they could sell these to foreign armies and it would kill them for them. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> because it doesn't fucking work right. <laughs> Just, Just like, like when these people all have guns. He <laughs> 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 just starts killing the allied army that it's with. Dick Jones is pissed at Miguel Ferrer and he sends him to his penthouse to... Blow him the fuck up after shooting his legs 90 times. And telling his bitches to leave. <laughs> yeah, they were just having a little cocaine party. And <laughs> well, yeah, I mean... He had to come rain on it. <laughs> nothing sums up the amount of, like, not fucking around that Clarence Boddicker does in this movie more than bitches, comma, leave. <laughs> <laughs> bitches, leave. It seems like a line he would have said in that 70s show, honestly. <laughs> yeah. But to his kid and his kid's friends. Yes. <laughs> Just go in the basement, they're all smoking weed. Bitches leave. <laughs> Robocop pretty much immediately figures out that he is, he's been killed and connects all the dots. Yeah. Well, he's well, a super sleuth. He busts the drug lab and he's throwing Kerwin Smith 
through plate glass windows. <laughs> it's like, it's like, we work for Dick Jones. I work for Dick he Jones. He runs OCP. <laughs> OCP owns the cops. You're a cop. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> He's like, yeah, but I'm the cop. You blew all to hell. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he's not supposed to remember that. Yeah. He plainly does remember that. He remembers. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he does remember. Yeah, now we get to the point where in 90% of RoboCop media, <laughs> where uh, he uh, goes against OCP and he uh, malfunctions and uh, all the police are shooting at him. Yep. And he becomes wounded to the uh, extent to which now he can no longer aim. Officer Lewis is reteaching him how to shoot using fuckloads of baby food. Again, baby food. Like, we're just all well, about fucking baby Well, she brought it in case he was hungry, but he was not hungry. Instead, he decided to use it for target practice. Yeah, which is a horrible waste. Like, of course, the spinach ones, fuck all those. Ham, chicken, fish ones, fuck all of those. Fucking pudding. Fish baby food, is that a thing? Yes, it is. That is, that is atrocious. And by that God, is, is it disgusting. <laughs> It is morbidly obese. <laughs> it is fucking gross. I can't believe they feed that shit to babies. It's nuts. That's how you get psychopaths. Yeah, just eat, <laughs> making babies eat fish. That's how they get psychopaths. Not just protein for brain development. Anyways, he's got his sensors realigned or whatever the fuck you want to say. And uh, they launch an attack on the enemy base, which melts one dude. I think his name's Emil. <laughs> Yeah. It's not the enemy base. It's the enemies come to them. Because at this point, you know, Robocop, Robocop's rogue. And so Dick Jones gives Clarence a tracker to find him. He gives, he gives Clarence clearance. Yeah. A motherfucker. Uh, so Clar- <laughs> All right. Clarence uh, collects his goons again. Gets a couple cars. Gets a couple fucking anti-material rifles. And is then like, all right. Go, go kill. Dude, the go practicing with the rifles was so fucking good. It's so fun. It, it's, when I saw that, it's I texted Steve and I was just like, this is exactly what would happen if we all had these rifles. <laughs> it's just like, we would just be shooting random things. It would be insanely fucking tempting. Who, who among us would turn into the hyena villain if given this rifle? <laughs> I think Cheeks. <laughs> I'll take credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> Me? <laughs> I mean, it was Cheats' idea, but I think really all of us would be pretty damn guilty pretty damn fast. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I suppose. And he likes showing his dick to random people. That's true. I do not. <laughs> Don't say bullshit like that on unrecorded media. <laughs> I need a written request. <laughs> In writing, and then also a signed affidavit that they won't press charges against me. <laughs> Just for randomly displaying That's dong. That's what the request is for. No, it's yeah, a whole I know. harmless. <laughs> yes, but also I'm just getting a backup to the backup. You know what I mean? Like belts and braces, man. It's Lewis and Murphy hiding out, Robocop hiding out in uh, like because, as we all know, Detroit is nothing but abandoned factories. Which actually might be true. I don't know, but <laughs> but there's just there's a lot there. There's nine thousand fucking abandoned factories in these three movies. The Seemingly thing is, more as you uh, go. Detroit used to be like. Motor one City. Of, it's one of the cities. Like, yeah. Probably like top four in the U.S. Yeah. And now it's not. <laughs> <laughs> now it isn't anything. But it does have a statue of RoboCop. Yeah. I mean, well, at least some goods come out of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would... It got I'd... bad enough to where they thought, yes, this is the way out. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. No, but... I mean, it's, it's it's they're not wrong though because 
You build a statue of RoboCop, that's going to drive up tourism. Because, by God, I will see that fucking statue of RoboCop someday. You can bet your fucking... RoboCop shot off dick. If they were selling <laughs> tickets, I'd buy it for a dollar. <laughs> Fuck yes. So, Clarence and gang show up, and they proceed to take them out in hilarious fashion. Again, one of the goons gets toxic waste dumped all over him, which is apparently used in the production of Cars. He mutates. Super fucking cool scene, too, because he runs his truck into the toxic waste tank. Yeah. And then the toxic waste fills up the truck, and he, like, floods out the back of the truck, and he's all like, (laughs) And he's already a fish man by the time he got back there. Yeah. It's like he was mutated and melted, somehow both. No, I think he's just severely melted. <laughs> he's just merely melted? Yeah, he's, he's melted to the point where his fingers look like fins. Because, you know, they were the, just the stretchy skin. I don't think then... that's how it works. I think if you get burned by acid, you just have burns. It doesn't stretch out your skin. It all depends. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. What's going to look cool? That's what we're going to do. I'm going to say he melted. <laughs> there we go. We'll, I'll settle on that. It doesn't matter. Like I don't know how this guy still had like bones to walk because he grabs onto some dude, like one of his one of the allies. He's just like, oh, you got to help me. And the guy's like, oh, fuck you. And yeah, he's like, you touched me. Yeah. <laughs> don't touch me. And then like he, he's like walking out in the fucking like area where Lewis is chasing Clarence in a car and he walks in front of Clarence's car and then is just sludge. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he just turns to water. Yeah. He has to use a wiper. Yeah. Like, how is his bones holding him up? He just black and it's just that's it. Well, getting hit by a car going like 40 and just standing are different. <laughs> okay. My point is <laughs> if he had bones when the car hit him he would just like I don't know, like bounce across it or something. But no, he is just yeah. He pops like a balloon. Sludge. Yeah. It's just slime. Just goop. Are you complaining? No, I just think it's funny. <laughs> no, he's not. They drop a shitload of like I guess just random steel. And then he pops out. It's like, hey, I did it. <laughs> he gets blown the fuck out of. Oh yeah. He's like, I did it. I fucking killed you. It's like, no, you didn't. He's Robocop. Lewis <laughs> just shoots the crane. Oh, the guy in the tower. Yeah. Yeah, the guy in the tower, she fucking blows him up, saving Private Ryan style. Yep. Because she, she's been shot at this point, and uh, Robocop's able to like get himself out from underneath the beams, kills Clarence. Uh, well, come on, Cheats. With a data spike. Yeah, it's one of the best things in the movie. Clarence yells sayonara Robocop at him. We didn't establish a data spike. <laughs> yes. Ejects out the fucking data spike and hits him right in the fucking throat. Which is the most fucking genius invention ever. Whenever, like, back in the day when I would watch this, I'd just be like, it's crazy that his fucking, like, data port is a murder weapon. And now I'm like, of course it's a fucking murder weapon, you dumbass moron. <laughs> he no. is a weapon. R2-D2 can do the same thing. Exactly. But it's usually a blowtorch or electricity or something. Still lethal if it goes up someone's asshole. <laughs> or if you shoot asshole, your dick off you? with it. Why is it always about the asshole? I mean, I'm, well, R2-D2 is about at asshole height. You know? <laughs> or dick height. Yeah, I guess dick it depends on which way you're facing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never turn your back on an R2. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know what... Steven's personal R2-D2 unit would be for, so... He knows, we know what the D stands for in R2-D2 <laughs> yeah. in that case. So, and how many of them there are. <laughs> 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 
Rectum to dick to. <laughs> Y'all are king shaman. Okay, so um, <laughs> having dispatched with all of the most threatening villains, we have to go to the ones who are actually responsible for this whole clusterfuck. And uh, it's time for a RoboCop-style board meeting where he reveals everything about Dick Jones's part in all of this to the other Robo or to the other OCP people. The OC people, if you will. <laughs> and uh, this is one of the greatest. And also, it's it's clearly great because Resident Evil ripped it off. <laughs> Resident Evil 7. This exact thing happens where someone gets fired and then they're immediately killed because they're no longer protected. Yeah. He reveals using the data spike covered in the, the viscera of Clarence Boddicker. <laughs> That uh, Clarence spilled the beans about Dick Jones, and so as soon as the owner of the company, or whatever the fuck he is, had director of directing, whatever, he fires him, and he shoots him out the goddamn fucking window. Fuck you, Dick Jones. <laughs> and that's it. Did we mention Ed 209 falls down for some fucking stairs? Yes. <laughs> no, we had talked about him doing that, but uh, yeah. not in that... This particular whenever situation. you whenever he shows up, Ed Two Hundred Nine's like running patrols outside, and he has to have a fight with Ed. And he bends one of his gun arms to blow off the other gun arm. Yep, because Ed Two Hundred Nine is a form only invention. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's no function here, none at all. It's got lion sounds. It'll shoot people, the ones you don't want it to shoot, and it falls down pretty much all the time. It kind of reminds me of like uh, I saw like this uh, giant robot battle thing on youtube it's like mm-hmm. it's clearly these people were trying to do like it they were trying to get something going yeah and it didn't go right <laughs> because it was pr- kind of dull <laughs> well yeah was... how could it not be they're too giant okay you gotta do little robot battles those are fine yeah but it was it was really along the lines of the the battle bots yep and that's as, they were just big yeah. and they had people inside them which is badass. Which is cool. It should have been cool, but it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, rest in peace to I whatever that I think you can still buy was. those on eBay. <laughs> those robots, because they gave up on them. <laughs> They're still there. Gathering dust somehow on the internet. It's a robot fight between Robocop and Ed 209, and Robocop whips the fuck out of him, because Ed 209 sucks. But also, he's the fucking best. Yeah, and he uh, reclaims, his, better to say about that, he reclaims his Murphy identity right there. Yep. That kind of leads you into the next one. Call me Murphy. Right. But also Robocop. But don't worry about it. The next one where Robocop has shiny new iridescent armor. I have really mixed feelings about it. He had iridescent it. armor in the first one. Not as much as not, this. Not, yeah, it was way different in the second one. The second one, it had like a purple sheen. Yeah. No, it, it did that too in the first one. It just depends on what scene you're looking at. Because a lot of the time he's not having that sheen. But he does have it a couple of like instances. I be, I'm... I mean, I watched them all back to back, but I'm like 90% sure. It's just a shinier finish, I think. No, yeah, I mean, it's not the same exact suit, so whatever. They have like 50 of these goddamn things. All different levels of battle damage. Okay, so first of all, the second one is directed by Irvin Kirshner, who really his big movie. Famously directed, of course. Empire Strikes Back. Mm. The synopsis is, Cyborg law enforcer Robocop returns to protect the citizens of old Detroit but faces a deadly challenge when a rogue OCP member secretly creates a new evil RoboCop 2. Oh my god, they say RoboCop 2 like fucking... So much. <laughs> yeah. That's I, for the I, promos, it's I really gotta like, be. I like the uh, the montage of failed RoboCop 2s. Oh, oh yeah. yes. And it's really kind of a 
meta comment on the movie. Oh, well, Robocop 2 does not live up to the original. <laughs> right. And how could it? Exactly. <sighs> Paul Verhoeven, he's off directing Starship Troopers now. We can't, we can't have him back. No, actually, geez. Total Recall. I, think I he, guess it would have been, been Total Recall. Probably on Total Recall. Yeah. I want to say same year. my favorite thing about the second movie, before too much, because it's a small detail, is... Robocop has this shooting pose that you see in the first movie some, where he has a gun out and then he has his hand up in the air. And in the second movie, there's so many scenes where he's doing that, but then other scenes where he it's like he's trick shooting. And like he just like looks in one direction and is just like dabbing and just shooting people behind him. <laughs> or like putting the gun above his head. Dude, he does it just... so much! <laughs> it's, it's like so he can't good. shoot somebody if he's looking at them. <laughs> like when you have robotic sensors that help you, like you don't need to be looking at them, but it's so funny to see. Yeah, but also except for the fact that whenever they show the process of him like lining up shots... He does have to look at them. So, like, what the fuck? Why is he fucking dancing queen, like, skateboarding through this fucking <laughs> warehouse, pointing in every direction, just shooting every person, but never looking. Never. Never looking. What's the drug called in this? Nuke. 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 That's right. Obviously being pushed by Tom Noonan, by the way, who's the Nuke villain man, in this. you mean. He's the villain in yeah. half of it, and then he's just terrible lawnmower man CG Tom Noonan. Real oh, man. <laughs> son of a bitch. Revenge of Lawnmower Man will never escape it, obviously. And it is. It's pure and simply that. It is just Lawnmower Man graphics on a stupid little TV that takes nine minutes to, like, pop open six compartments to get the TV out. It's so fucking ridiculous. And we'll get into it, but when I finished watching Robocop 2, I sent Philip a text. and Maybe, maybe you, I don't remember. But I was just like, Robocop 2 has a shitload of dumb stuff in it. Like, it's got a lot of dumb shit in it. But goddamn if they don't just really try to make me love it. Especially with like the last 35 minutes, straight minutes of the movie. Look, I don't know you if you don't love this movie, okay? <laughs> I don't know you. This movie fucks. Period. Robocop 2 is weird. No. Put away those criticisms, cheats. It's not nearly as good as Ro Robocop, but it's still pretty fucking good. No, right. Well, I mean, it's good in other ways. They blow up like 900 four tempos. I'm not shitting you. Yeah. They had some kind of vendetta against that car. Actually, it might they might be Tauruses because the tempo in the Taurus looked fuckload alike. But I bet some of the so, cheaper ones they blew up. It's just so different, though. It's so different than RoboCop. Who gives a shit? I kind of do. You can tell the rot starts to set in just a little bit because there's a kick. <laughs> yeah. I mean, granted, this one's still this one's still edgy. Kid's got a real potty mouth to him. But <laughs> that'd be funny if fucking uh, Reginald Bill Johnson showed up just as an extra cop and he was just like, Robocop couldn't shoot a kid. Where he's like malfunctioning and stuff and he picks up the dead body and he's like demanding, he's like demanding answers from the dead body. And she's like, he's dead, Robo. And he just like drops his body against the fucking truck or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about and I actually don't have a problem with that. I, my problem really with the movie is like, and before Philip starts bitching at me, I like <laughs> Robocop too. I like it too. I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm just saying that like it has to really try hard. Yeah, it's And it didn't. It did. Yeah. The issues with the movie yeah. is in the first like hour. Exactly. It's just like it, the pacing's a little off. Now mind you the like malfunctioning thing you're talking about happens after that, but it's still really funny. Like to me, like just the bad words make bad feelings <laughs> and just stuff like that. A rolling stone is worth two in the bush. <laughs> that yeah. doesn't have anything to do with anything. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Well, not, you, neither, if you were to follow through with either of those metaphors, 
they still wouldn't have anything to do with these kids playing in a fire hydrant. Yeah. I do like the the seconds later, though, when he shoots at this guy. It's like, thank you for not smoking. Yeah. So, essentially, the issue here... God, I'm getting the second and third one mixed up because they are just all the fuck over the place plot-wise. Which, again, doesn't fucking matter because they blow up a 900 million cars. I think it's the second one. I'm Actually, I'm positive it's the second one where Robocop obtains his cool new arm that he can like pop on and off which is just a like assault rifle missile launcher flamethrower and the beginning of the movie is there's like a there's shit going down with the police and they call in for backup and robocop shows up and drives his fucking car off of a bridge because he couldn't possibly no that's the third one that's the third are you fucking kidding me (laughs) (laughs) nope yeah it's the third movie he doesn't have the uh, machine gun arm in the second movie now, the second movie mostly is dealing with... Jesus Christ. Like, nuke. That's right. All of the beginning part is just drugs. Drugs, 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 drugs. Yes. Yeah. 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 And I think part of the issue with the first movie... or I'm sorry, not first movie, second movie, is it doesn't have a good villain. I like Tom Noonan for the first half of the movie. I'm like... I was, yeah, but then we lose him and turn into fucking Lawnmower. I was kind of digging it. And then they just put his fucking brain in, a, in basically, in Ed 209. Yeah. Well... Okay, so this this newer ro- the RoboCop two quote unquote the evil version is a badass robot. I think. I think the top half is really cool, and I think the the legs aren't right. They're weird. Yeah. yeah. Well, but like they they don't really. I think they just almost didn't design the legs because <laughs> that, like anytime the legs are shown, it's a model like a clay yeah. animation or whatever. So it or just whatever feels like animation, it's a little model dumpy, animation. You know. Yeah, it is a little bit, but. There's a lot. It's on screen a shitload. Yeah. Like you get so much of it. It's like the robot skipped leg day. Is is what it is. <laughs> that is what it looks like. And also, it looks just like the robot eagle from Bioshock Infinite mm, to yeah. me. It's got like a kind of eagly head. It has like a weirdly too much upper body, not enough legs, which is kind of like an eagle thing, like because their legs are just those little talons. Um, it really, like, in how it moved and everything really reminded me of it. Like, the head, like, popping up and down like a bird's head does. I, it really just put me in mind of it, which makes me feel like they stole this robot for they Bioshock. They did some nuke and they... Yeah, <laughs> they, did, they did do some nuke. The fucking Bioshock games have nuke in them. And they specifically are talking about, like, all the different ways this nuke can, like, affect you, depending on its chemical composition. And it's just designer drugs, which is just all that the Bioshock shit is. The plasmids, I yeah. think. Yeah. So the first half of the second Robocop movie has basically like two plot lines going going at once, kind of side by side with each other. So the first part is Robocop and Lewis are trying to hunt down uh, basically the, the master drug dealer for Detroit. Because Nuke is this drug that is like so awful that people that take it are just like instantaneously addicted and, and all they want to do is just get more Nuke and it just is really fucks with people. So they're trying to track down... It's the drugs from VFW. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to track down that guy, which the this kind of ends with Robocop gets captured and then dismantled by uh, Tom Noonan and, and his group of people before he has to be rebuilt. Mm-hmm. And the alternate... The other storyline going along with that is... I cannot remember her name, but she's like a psychologist that works for, for OCP. And they're trying to come up with basically RoboCop 2. For, basically for two main reasons. Of One is like RoboCop's a loose cannon. And the other thing is they just want a more efficient RoboCop. 
and nothing's working for them and she's trying to figure out the best way that they can actually like get a working brain into a robot but she's a mad scientist so she has like no regard for any sort of rules or anything well like you that. know it'll totally not be a loose cannon just putting a complete psychopath's a brain full blown psycho yeah. in there <laughs> Yeah, her is, her idea is that he'll be easy to control because they will just withhold nuke from him if he doesn't do what they say. And the answer to that is he just kills their asses and steals them. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's when Tom Newton eventually dies and then they take his brain and put it in a robot. But for the most part, is her just being like, well, of course cops aren't working. They're good people. Which, that's bullshit. <laughs> but the ones that, so anytime they put a cop in a robot, it just kills itself. The ones in this movie are... <laughs> For the most part. No, yeah, they're, they're stand-up. I mean, but, anyway, uh, you could argue that she's not as mad as she is stupid. <laughs> One, she kills this guy in front of him, basically lets him know that she's doing it. Yeah. And then brings him back to life. She could have, Don't she do could have that. snuck in there and just unplugged the <laughs> exactly. machine out gonna, of his view. Could have easily done this without him knowing Yeah, that you fucked him over. Specifically her. Yes. It's like face-off all over again. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it is. It's You leave Nicolas Cage alive, and guess what he's going to fucking do? He's going to take your face on. That's why Philip thinks this is such a good movie, is he's just mixing the second half of two and the first half of three together. Yeah. No, it's because both of these, these second and third movies are just assbeatery.com. Like, it's nothing but explosions and ramping things up to even higher heights more robots more ass beating it's just like why wouldn't you want that you guys we we talked about this is for some reason this is somehow still coming up again robo vampire is barely even a movie but we still recommended it because it's so nuts and that's what this recommendation is for robocops 2 and 3 is that it's just fucking bananas and also the second one is like competent as a movie yeah it's no, got problems but it's it's competent the third one is like, just uh, purely ridiculous i didn't like when the kid dies it's like i wish i had a dad like you or something like that <laughs> yeah, yeah. this little kid is a fucking psycho yeah there was think, not one second of redeemable activity until he was a centimeter away wait, from dying you think he did that to like fuck with him Probably. It's probably like his last guilty. good joke. He'll feel guilty if I do this. Yeah. I was actually going into this podcast being like, if D-Hart's gonna bitch about Terminator 2's why do you cry part, like, he better fucking be bitching about this shit. And what did I do? <laughs> you bitched. There you go. I no, appreciate dude, there's, there's children all around in these last two movies, and it's like, get them out That's of here. That's why I said the rot starts sets in. <laughs> When they got when they got a kid here, but, you know, he's, he's bad for most of it. I would have loved for him to, like, you know, Clarence Barker style spit in his face with blood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he went out, like he's like, Man, dying sucks. I guess you already knew that though. Because <laughs> of how you got your head blown off. <laughs> you have some dignity, child murderer. The woman here thinks that uh going to forgive her and like Kane Robocop two just like snatches her head in his little claw and just and throws her body like 10 feet away. He broke her into so many pieces. I wish that they had like thrown just like a like a fucking trash bag full of uh, mannequin pieces onto the ground. Because <laughs> <laughs> the amount of snapping sounds that, ha that happen when he picks her up by her head. Also, this evil Robocop has like 75 arms. They just keep popping out of everywhere. 
and they're all different kinds of things. I really like, like the lasers. Uh, yeah, he's General Grievous. I really like the scene Ooh, in the he elevator. Is General Grievous, where uh, Robocop blasts, he lures him in, and he blasts the cords, and he mm-hmm. rides them up. And, but then, like, he's falling down, and he uses the giant arms to, to uh, as like emergency brakes. Yeah, he like pushes like, off against the wall, hand and over hand, the fuck back climbing up, up at an, an alarming speed. Yeah, <laughs> terrifying. Speed. I know Phil Phillips was talking about like the explosions and action scenes and stuff like that. Really, for the first half of this movie, there's not a whole lot of that going on. No, but for the 35 last minutes of this movie, it is straight up just explosions and robots fighting. <laughs> like yes. solid. Right up to the point where uh, <laughs> Lewis uh, drives a tank into uh, Kane, creating an opportunity for uh, <laughs> for Robocop to do a, a plancha <laughs> off the top of a van. <laughs> God damn it, dude. <laughs> yep. This is so fucking silly. Like, as I just said, there's like 96 arms on this robot, and they unfurl from the back. And he can't get him off of his back? Well, you would it would have taken one single second. Holding them down. He's been getting tossed around by this robot this whole time. I didn't see any on the back. The ones that I saw all came out of either parts on the chest, or there's these two bands that are on its shoulder that are smaller arms that, like, they yeah. fold down. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't think they could reach up. Yeah, it's like if you have, like, a tarantula and you just push your finger on the middle of his back. So they fold down oh. and grab him by his fucking legs and yank him I off. I need to correct myself. Uh, the... Crashing him into the wall doesn't work, and then they no. give him the nuke, which offers, opens up the opportunity That's right. for the uh, dive onto him. Yeah, they're With like his, uh, little grabby hands. We've got <laughs> nukes. Robocop straight up sub zeros his ass. Yeah, and pulls his fucking brain spine out. Yeah. Which, why the fuck isn't that a fatality on the Mortal Kombat game? I have no idea. <laughs> well, because it was already taken by Predator and this movie. <laughs> Pulling the brain out is also after they've crashed through the street. Yeah. Like there's there's a point where like they fell out of something and like they fall through the street and into like a sub pump sewer system kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Not like the actual like water sewer, but like where all the machinery is, and like fight some more before like Robocop climbs back up. It's because thirty. He just... It's a half an hour of street fighting. It's good. <laughs> what happens is, and I remember this now because it's so fucking stupid. Evil Robo- Robocop is running at full speed up the elevator shaft slams into Robocop, and then they somehow pop out of a window? Like there's a huge window above the elevator? Well, you know, they're in the Wonka... Yeah, this is a fizzy lifting drinks. <laughs> so they fire out of the top of this building because he was running so fast, and then they end up like hanging from the edge, and Robocop's like, fuck you, bitch, and like yanks him off the side. That's how they slam through the street. It's also important that we mention that like most of this fighting is stop motion. Yes. Like it's really, really cool. Yeah, looking. just about all, and it looks great. For the most part. I don't know if you guys looked this up. I'm pretty sure the second one had double the budget of the first one. And the third one had even more budget than the second one did. Are you shitting me? That's mm-hmm. crazy to me. I don't I don't know where the budget went in the third one. Yeah, in comparison. Either. In the second one... Oh yeah, in the third one, whatever. But in the it, the se- in the third one, it probably went to all like computer-generated graphics. Because they would have been expensive as fuck, well, man. For as much stop motion in that... Is that That's expensive that, as fuck, that, Yeah, too. that yeah. is very expensive. Yeah. Because it's a lot. So much of it. It's seriously like the last third of the movie. It's almost all stop motion between these two fights or fighters. And a lot of explosions. Yeah. <laughs> for days. So Robocop reaches in and grabs the brain out of uh, Robocop 2 and smashes it on the fucking ground. I saw an awesome little like figure the other day from Robocop 2 and it was just Robocop and he came with that little brain. Oh, that's that's cool. fucking amazing. <laughs> well now I'm just going to be mad I don't have that little brain. <laughs> he yanks the brain out and... 
It seems as though the robot, separate from the brain and the spine, is still somehow Kane, and he's like, no, don't smash the brain part. Okay. And it's like, what, you, what is this, connected by Wi-Fi? What the yeah, fuck? Th <laughs> that was going to be my justification. It must be connected by, it must be wireless. Why in the fuck would it ever have been wireless? <laughs> For just this kind of situation. Just in case his brains and spine get ripped out and thrown across yeah. the room, his robot body will be able to go get it. <laughs> It's totally insane. But it's really funny because he smashes the brain on the ground and the glass dome that's around it. It's the fucking brain goo goes everywhere. And the fucking Kane's still not dead. He has to punch apart his spine. <laughs> Woo! Do you think they got the idea from this brain with the eyeballs from, uh, from Blood Diner? I mean, maybe. <laughs> it looks very similar. There's no spine in Blood Diner, but... I mean, this is just what a brain and an eyeballs looks like together, but it's still very close. It would probably be easier to have, like, a camera on the outside and a a screen on the inside for viewing rather than to have his eyes actually well, be outside where they well, can no, see. No, no, no. I was going to say <laughs> then uh, have like a camera interpret into something a brain can understand. Oh, for sure. Yeah. If eyeballs would still work after having been ripped out of a, a head slash body. If it were all ripped out intact, presumably if it were still alive, it would work. Fair enough. <laughs> I just feel like eyeballs are more than just the balls with nerves attached. Like all the other parts that are around it keep that eyeball from just drying up and turning into a crusty little turd well he is in a he is in a jar yes <laughs> that, that, it's just a jar full com, filled completely to the top with fucking contact solution <laughs> what would have made the cane bot way better for me is if they didn't do this stupid ass lawnmower man thing that just roars and if they had something that almost looks like I don't know what kind of effect it would be but more like have a screen and it's like um you kind of have almost like a blue wireframe over Tom Noonan's face. And so, like, he, like, still talks and still has things to say, like, as the robot. Because, like, you know, for example, when he when he kills his second-in-command, uh, whenever they've uh, gone to where they're trying to make the deal with the mayor of Detroit for the money, he just, like, looks at her and just, like, roars a whole bunch. And then she's like, oh, man, you know, I can't believe you're still here, Kane. And then that's when he kills her. Like, that would have been a lot better if instead of just, like, stupid roaring, if he was just, like... Well, you betrayed me, sorry, and then kills her now, or like mm -hmm. actually has things to say instead of just lawnmower man stupid noises. <laughs> yeah. So there's some like Microsoft Sam esque kind of talking robot voice that they in the third one they could have for sure used here. I think it didn't have to be his voice. I get why they wouldn't just put his voice in there. Um, his fucking vocal cords are gone. That's the only thing that makes your voice your voice. Plus your brain, of course, but only half are here. So. It could just be robot voice, but it could have at least been that, because he's clearly capable of communicating. Right. I kept hoping that her hand was going to get straight clippered off by that crazy claw she's petting. It's like, yeah, she did. you're going to fuck around. This thing, you think that looks kind of like, you know, BDSM kinky? It's like, you're not going to think that when it accidentally rips you in half, or on purpose, as we actually get. So I guess we can move on to RoboCop 3, right? All right. The main villain in 2, who we did not mention at all, is just Nameless Old Man. And I'm pretty sure his name's just Old Man. Like, let me look. Yep, Old Man. That's his character well, name. Well, he's a, he's still the CEO. Yes, but he never gets a goddamn name. He's technically the the head villain because he's up to all of this. Did they give him the name of the first one? Or did they just well, call him the Old Man? The Old Man as Daniel. Yeah, they he's just the fucking Old Man. Well, we know who he is. <laughs> the second one is like, that's what I meant by it didn't really have a villain. It's like Tom Noonan is like 
the villain for like part of it, but he's just kind of like a bad guy. And then you have like it would be like if Kurtwood Smith got killed halfway through the first RoboCop instead of pretty much at the end. But he comes back as a robot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he comes back as a robot, but he doesn't. He doesn't have. Like any his villainy is gone. Yeah. It's it seems less agency driven. You know, another thing I w- I was not a fan of in the second one is uh the fact that he's a cult leader and a drug dealer because it's like he's making all these Jesus illusions. We've already got one of those. It's Robin and Robocop. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I told him we've already got one. <laughs> You know, it seems a little too much. Yeah, so the the point, the only other two, like, villains are, like, Juliet Fax, which is the psychologist whose name I couldn't remember, and the old man. But they're, like, they're not even, like, villains exactly. He's just, like, we're doing this thing so that we can, like, further our goals. And he doesn't kind of care what's going on, but he, he doesn't, like, set anything in motion. He's just, like, yeah, dude, I don't care. And then, like, she's just kind of dumb because she keeps making, like, really stupid mistakes. Like, putting a psychopath and, you know, an impenetrable metal robot. Oh, you mean stupid mistakes, like, in yeah. purely deep blue sea right here. At least to yeah. me. That's the first thing I think of. It's like, we need more brains inside of this shark. So we'll just make it crazy way smarter. We'll give it an Instead of experience. just getting more <laughs> fucking sharks. And the movie ends with him just basically saying they're going to throw her under the bus. Yeah. So he fully gets away with it anyways. Good time. The third one is directed and written by Fred Decker, and we've actually done a couple... Actually, I don't know. Did Yeah, we did Night of the Creeps, didn't we? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. So he did Night of the Creeps and Monster Squad. Yep. Okay. And, and the Monster Predator Squad's he was a writer on. Night of the Creeps is fucking good, too, Cheats. I know I you haven't watched that one. Yeah, I was going to say, I haven't seen that one. Yeah. Th- that's thrill me. Thrill me. <laughs> 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 fucking Tom Atkins. He fucks. He do. <laughs> so this one... Number three. Robocop saves the day once more. This time, the half-man, half-robot takes on ruthless developers who want to evict some people on their land. In quotes. Why is there in land? My god. (laughs) My fucking god. It's like they knew the other two Robocop movies had accurate descriptions, and they wanted to fuck this one up as much as possible. Well, spoiler, saves the day once more. No shit! Yeah, exactly. It's like, first of all, Spoilers for the whole movie right out the gate. He saves the day. It could have very easily been like, no, Detroit's fucked. And this doesn't even mention like the... Of course it uh, is. This is actually pretty close to, uh, fuck, what is that movie that we did with, uh, with Trash? Oh, uh, uh, man, not Manhattan. Oh, the Warriors. Bronx Warriors. Bronx Warriors, yeah. yeah. Bronx Warriors. Yeah. Yeah, see, I can sometimes pull them out. <laughs> I, try, I almost said Manhattan Warriors. <laughs> yeah, they've got nice. They've got the, the whole angle about the uh, the rehab uh, people. Yeah, and they also have like themed gangs, specifically Honestly, the splatter punks. If you were a low level like punk on the street out doing crime for money, are you gonna play, gonna do it in fucking Detroit? No. And you know what else I'm not going to do? I mean, all Detroit, not the... I mean, <laughs> Spend an hour and a half turning my hair pink and spiking it up nine feet. It's not going to happen. I'm a fucking burglar, or whatever the fuck. Like, I'm doing thug shit. I'm not walking around trying to be a fucking highlighter. Like, <laughs> How many minutes into this movie before Robocop shows not up? too many. Not that many, but it seems like a lot. But about 20? No. They're in the middle of that... Uh... No, 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 it is. It is about 20 minutes until he's yeah. on the screen. No titty fucking way. Yeah. It, it, it absolutely is. Because the, the movie starts out with the kid main character, because she is the main character, mm-hmm. Nico, and... She reprograms 
Ed oh, no, 209. No, she, no she, this, she reprograms Ed 209 here. It's right at the beginning, yeah. We're introduced to, like, her and her parents, and the whole thing is that OCP is, like, up the ante on actually, like, trying to get a hold of Detroit now, and they basically have this, like, super task force of, of uh, police officers, I say that in air quotes, called the Rehabs, who are just going in, and what they're doing is they're just going into poor areas, and they're putting everyone on a bus, and if you don't get on the bus, they just kill you. Mm-hmm. And then after that, they actually like work on like demolishing things. So and they're like, basically wearing Ghostbuster suits with fucking baseball catcher pads underneath them. Yeah, and uh, that's a good description. <laughs> and you know that's what they are because they can just shoot right through them at any given point. They never once stop a bullet, not one time. The rehabs come in. They take Nico and her, and her parents out of their house after they hit it with a fucking uh, wrecking ball crane. Mm-hmm. You also have CCH Pounder here. Yep. And uh, and Steven Root. Yep. Both, both of them. Uh, because basically they are rebels who are in Detroit who are fighting against OCP to kind of keep this from happening. And so her parents go away. The Nico gets picked up by CCH Pounder after like she like does a bunch of distraction like causes an explosion. Then she ends up going with them to a police armory which they get a bunch of weaponry that comes into play including Robocop's backpack. And then after... CCH Pounder... Once again, easy with the hardware. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love how you say Robocop's backpack like he's going to school. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? He's gonna take he's gonna take OCP to school. It's not only a jetpack, it's also a battery pack. Because apparently that's a thing. Yeah, apparently he's got batteries, even though he's never once needed to recharge shit in any of these movies. Like they mention it briefly and then it never comes into play again. I think there was a chair in the first movie. Yeah. For charging, but he yeah. gets away through the whole second movie without ever sitting down because he can't. <laughs> I think there's exactly like one time in the second movie where it shows him like sitting at, at this chair, and they don't actually say like this recharges Robocop. It's just like you can just kind of see it without them saying anything. Like, okay, that's a maintenance chair. Like, yeah, they're gonna have to do things to him, something. or he has to do things to himself. They show up to this place to steal the weapons, and the Ed 209's there, and then the little girl, like we said, reprograms him. And can literally get him to just simply obey her commands and is armed with who the fuck knows how many goddamn weapons and they just leave it there. Bad move. What? (laughs) Fuck the fucking weapons, Depot. How about a goddamn mech? You idiots. Come on, Marge. A little more with the hardware in this case. (laughs) Anyways, so that pissed me the fuck off. I was like, get to... Ed 209 with you. You got a fucking van? Straight up ride it out of there. They just they just need <laughs> to remind you that this is a RoboCop movie, supposedly. <laughs> Ostensibly, yes. It's for RoboCops and only. Ed 209's only there as a hey guys, remember how good the first one was? Look at him. Isn't he cute? And he's as loyal as a puppy. <laughs> loyal as a puppy. I don't puppy. like that it said loyal as a puppy. Yeah, I didn't like it either. Like he had it programmed in. <laughs> yeah, it did. This is what I'm saying. Like, this is shit that would not have been in the first RoboCop. It's, it's so weird. The third movie, straight up, is made for kids. Oh, it's kid shit. <laughs> yeah, when they made the third movie, this is a thing that, you know, I looked up on the internet, is they looked at the target demographic for the first two movies and realized... Oh, there's a lot of kids watching RoboCop. So let's make the third movie a, ro- uh, a kids movie. You know, I saw all three of these movies very young, and I feel like it might be why I'm so fucked up in my brain. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I've, like, said, I've said before, like the first movie that I have actual memory of watching was when I was like four, and it was Speed. So, <laughs> well, like, so I remember seeing RoboCop as a kid, or RoboCop three as a kid. I didn't remember much about it. 
But like, I know I saw all the RoboCop movies, but like the watching RoboCop 3 as an adult, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is totally something I would have watched as a kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then when I rewatch RoboCop, I'm like, why the fuck was I allowed to watch this as a kid? <laughs> yeah, straight up, man. Like, I remember being a kid, what, I, like, I saw some of the RoboCop cartoons. I know I had seen the movies. Mm-hmm. And, like, I had a RoboCop figure with the, like, special motorcycle from the cartoon. Mm-hmm. I played with it a lot. And then, you know, of course, when I'm older, I'm just like, oh, I love RoboCop. And I watch it, and I'm just like, ooh, how'd I watch this? Like, <laughs> that guy exploded like a balloon. On a fucking... yeah. <laughs> There's no fucking reason I should have been allowed to watch RoboCop. Think... I... All four of us have seen RoboCop when we were children. <laughs> Kids were more more likely to see rated R movies because their parents wanted to watch them. Yeah, and they didn't have any choice. Hey, uh, we rented a movie. We're all going to watch it. We're going to watch it, and uh, uh, periodically I'll say, uh, cover your eyes, but I'm not going to make you do it. If there are tits in it, you have to cover your eyes. Yeah, (laughs) always with the tits. Jesus Christ. Always. Titties are fucking everywhere. I guess I can't really blame my parents because, like, RoboCop is not the kind of movie my parents would have ever been into. You know what I mean? (laughs) But they would have just been totally fine with my brother and sister watching it, so... By proxy, it was in the house. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was just like, oh, that's here. And also, like, a, a thing for me is I consider that, like, my mother would have, at the time, would have been a lot younger than your mother. Mm-hmm. So she's not going to give a shit. Yeah. And my, my uncle definitely wouldn't have either. Yeah. So kind of going back to RoboCop 3. So, like, CCH Pounder, Kid Nico, the other people, you know, they steal a bunch of stuff. They start getting chased by the cops. And then they, like kind of dodge them kind of shoot at some of the cops like get them off their trail and then like the car that has robocop shows up in it and we get you know we get the music and it's just like oh robocop it's the hero ah, whatever and this is the point where he gets the call that lewis needs backup because they crashed and he whips the fucking car around and drives off the uh parking garage mm-hmm. so it's it's like 20 minutes before he is on screen, like, not counting the car or anything like that. It's, it is 20 minutes until he gets out of the car and shoots at the splatter. What about this, uh, where they blow up his car? Yeah. And uh, there's clearly no one in it. <laughs> not even a dummy or anything. No, nothing at all. They didn't even bother. They're like, who cares? And I'm surprised we didn't mention it until now, but the fucking score for RoboCop. Yes. Absolutely epic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. I believe that's Basil Paladoras, the same guy who did uh, Conan. Yeah, I think so. And you can tell it because it's got it's got that kind of feel. It feels big. It feels epic as fuck and, and some shit is gonna and go music down. And it's great until the third movie when they have, like, the kid because they have some stuff that's clearly, you know, it's like comedy, like kid music. <laughs> and it doesn't fit at all. There's a couple of sound effects that are used, too. I love how D-Hart describes the kids starting to show up in movies as the rot setting in. It is, in a movie where it's nothing but explosions and people getting their heads blown off. (laughs) That is the rot of our delicious, delicious violence. I I mean, I would argue against it, but D-Hart's right. He is right, absolutely. D-Hart is seldom wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Am I wrong? No, am I wrong? Well, yeah, but... Okay. <laughs> you're not wrong, D-Hart. You're just an asshole. <laughs> God damn it. Well, I wasn't confuse gonna... people. That wasn't me talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, RoboCop has the... I guess this is the one where he gets the shotgun arm. I thought he got it in the second one, for yeah. sure. But... No, he no, gets no, his just... hand cut off by uh, Otomo. Well, yeah, but he already Android had the Ninja. robot arm before that. Because he uses it in the very first scene. Yeah, it's it's an attachable machine He shoots gun through arm. his roof with it and pops oh, out yeah. and just like, yeah! It's just like blowing away splatter I, I forgot about that. Yeah. He, he pops up and he just leaves. 
Dude, explain to me why the cops at, that needed his backup right here. Because there's like maybe 20 of these fucking splatterpunks and they all have like axes and saws and shit. And they're standing a good 50 yards from the police cars. It's like, just fucking shoot them. Because they use all of their ammo. Cops only shoot innocent people, Philip. Jesus Christ, you know this. <laughs> rest in peace. Actual rest in peace. <laughs> Fuck. Whenever they started, the splatterpunks started throwing like Molotovs and stuff at their cars, because it's Lewis and two other cops, and all three of them just shot wildly at nothing. Yeah. Dude, when the fucking splatterpunks throw the Molotov cocktails at Robocop, it is the funniest shit ever, because he, his reactions are so slow. <laughs> It's like they just walk up to him and basically break the bottle. Like, eh. you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't even look at them until, like, ten seconds after they've already hit him with the Molotov cocktail. Yeah. Again, in one, in the scene that we're talking about, Robocop shows up, kills everyone except for three of the Splatterpunks. He goes, I still scanned three of them. And then one of them shoots from off camera and he catches the bullet that's about to go through Lewis's face. And then he turns and shoots that guy and he's like, make that two of them. And it's like, oh yeah? So you couldn't have shot that Molotov cocktail out of the air? You couldn't have sidestepped out of the way, but you can catch a goddamn bullet with these fucking huge oven mitt hands? <laughs> See, I was more annoyed by the fact that these two random guys that have nothing to do with shit, they're at they're part of the end attack at the end of the movie where it's all the bat, all the forces of evil gathering <laughs> together. It's like these two random guys. Yeah, they came back. They were hired. It's like, hey, I guess we didn't do their hair for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> They're coming back. <laughs> they shot all the splatterpunk scenes back to back because literally no one will dress like this who's actually a thug. Yeah, and like Robocop catching this bullet in the scene is not the last one-liner he has in this. And it, it throws it a little off because he didn't really have one-liners in the other two movies. Kind of the closest thing that he comes to a one-liner is that he says it a couple times in, in both movies. His line is, you know, dead or alive, you're coming with me. Mm-hmm. And he usually calls him a scumbag. Or a dirtball. Or a dirtball or something like that. <laughs> and the closest we get to a one-liner is actually in the second movie whenever he just says, you know, dead or alive, you're coming with me. And then Tom Noonan basically says he's not going to. And then Robocop... Robocop <laughs> I'm not going to! Well, yeah. That's, you know what I mean. Yeah, I don't remember exactly what he says, but yeah. Robocop just goes... One of us must die. <laughs> yeah, that's what and Robocop just goes, dead then. And then, like, that's it. Like, that's the kind of the closest thing to it. And then he takes 17 minutes to point his gun at him and begin to start the process of shooting him. A fucking very conveniently placed turret gun blows his hand completely off. Damn it. Are Am you I going mixing back up to, two movies I again? I think you're going back to two. Yeah, we were talking about two, though. Where we yeah, got, you're going back to we're two. We're on three now. <laughs> we were talking about Tom Noonan, then. <laughs> yeah. We're on three, but I was talking about that because of the, uh, the fact that the one-liners being added in to the third movie like, kind of suck. No, yeah, they all do. They suck. Most of the dialogue from the third movie suck. Uh, except for if it's Rip Torn saying it. I don't know if we mentioned he's in it. Well, he's the he's... new CEO and has very little to do with the movie. <laughs> the third movie sucks. <laughs> yeah, what? I mean, the main villain. It sucks. The main villain is just like some random guy. He's the random head of this rehab. The rehab. Listen, I'm all for your defense of uh, your defensive explosions and shit like that. No, you're not. It sucks. Obviously, it sucks, Philip. There no, are it doesn't. Of movies that s- there's there nothing but explosions and shooting in this. Like that's all it is. There's no Robocop. They even worked ninjas into it, Stephen. Multiple ninjas with samurai swords. I, I did like like the scene uh, where uh, Robocop's wanted he has a warrant out for his arrest yeah he walks into the police station is like you know you have a warrant out for you he's like yes where is the rehab where the rehab station 
oh, they're right to the over there. <laughs> We're right over there. It's like, you may want to call the fire department. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. And he goes there and he starts burning people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, hey guys, remember earlier whenever I had a full body burn for like way longer than would look safe to do? Well, now it's payback time. Like, RoboCop 3 is a RoboCop movie that doesn't have RoboCop. RoboCop's in it? It's got RoboCop in it. <laughs> RoboCop is on the same amount of screen comparable to the Transformers movies. How many times has Steven ranted and raved about how great those movies are because of all the robot fighting, and it doesn't matter that they suck ass? There's no robot fighting in them. Yeah, there is. Dude, the super cut for, like, all the Transformers movies with the fight scenes in them is, like, 30 minutes long. All six movies, Steven. Jeez. No robot fighting. How can you have robot fighting and all the room for the American flags? That's all I'm saying. I don't give a fuck about the American <laughs> flag. I want to see robots fight. Forgetting about Transformers, because it doesn't matter. I I'm halfway between you guys in here. Like, I don't think that there's not as much RoboCop as that you're saying, Cheats. I think you're selling it short a little bit. But the movie is not good. <laughs> no. Look. It's not a good movie. It is a good movie, because it still fucking rocks. There's jetpacks and fucking flamethrowering people that are just in an office having coffee. The flamethrower is very cool. It looks worse in comparison to what it came <laughs> before. Of course it does. I'm not saying it's as good as two, and I'm not saying two's as good as one. They got about half as good as they went. But then somehow <laughs> it comes all the way back up with the fucking explosions and shit. Also, Ed 209 coming back for the third one. Huge amount of cash for that. I'm on I'm on board. With anything Ed 209 related. Even if he's loyal as a puppy. Yes, even then. <laughs> because he then immediately proceeds to blow a giant hole through a door. Once again, I'm doing the same thing as Philip. Is it this one where Robocop cuts a hole in the door with bullets? Like, <laughs> around, around? <laughs> yes, it is. It's so fucking funny. And it's like, it's a wooden <laughs> door. How many times have you just punched your way through walls and bricks and shit? He fucking shoots a, a shape, a Robocop shape around... And then just punches his way through. Because it's the main villain in there talking to... Um, Steve Root. Yeah, Steven Root. Yeah, he's in there because turns out Steven Root sold out the underground resistance or whatever. Yeah. Which is, by the way, the ones who adopted the child and they got all the guns earlier. And they're the ones who had the jetpack. They went and got the doctor, Dr. Lazarus. <laughs> Get it? Because she brought him back to life. And then... Uh, upgrade Robocop. I got it. <laughs> what, what's... Steven's just staring at me. He's just like, give me that, like, the eyebrow waggle of just like, get it, get it, joke, <laughs> haha, get it. I'm just like, yes, I got it. I thought he was giving you the, he's making my point face. <laughs> that, that's, that's what I was giving. <laughs> yeah, that's you, also what I was giving. <laughs> so, no, I'm, I am going to make your point. I'm not denying what's in this movie, but I feel like you guys are. Because... There's so much ass-beating! The fights with the ninjas is so fucking stupid, but there's goddamn ninjas! <laughs> there's ninjas in Robo-Vampire. Yeah? yeah? Did you guys not like Robo-Vampire? Do you not remember the witch toilet paper ghost? It wasn't a good movie! I remember everybody here singing the praises. I'm gonna go back. <laughs> I bet you it got halfway through about the scale. The, diddy, the fucking diggity scale. It was probably either either halfway or just below that. Yeah. When it should have been, you know, maybe just below, just below, just below. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. Recency bias, Philip. All Recency I have bias. to say <laughs> is that you watch all three RoboCop movies in a row. That's one hell of a fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> you get all the what you need from Kurtwood Smith and the other fucking competent actors in the first movie, and then you just ride it out to the end. Also, Jeff Garland is 
is in RoboCop 3. So is Rip Torn. He just works behind... Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, we mentioned Rip Torn. He has about as much to do as Jeff Garling. He's just like, what's it like being a rocket scientist? <laughs> Holding up a donut shop filled to the edges with armed police officers. Why don't you come over here and fuck me, Robocop? <laughs> Robocop? <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> you want to fuck me, Gord? <laughs> uh, I, wish that, I wish that was the Rip Torn we had in this movie. Yeah, yeah it should be. So I'm Way more of a villain. <laughs> it's it comes down to all of the villains which are we as we previously went went over but we'll do it again the ghostbuster troops can't remember what they're called rehabs rehabs ocp uh tanks and like heavy artillery and shit splatterpunks and ninjas leading an army down the street to fight basically homeless people not basically. They're just homeless people, and 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 the cops who just all quit. There are no ninjas with them. I just want to. I just want to make that straight. This army does not have ninjas in it. The ninjas are in the building. They're in the building where. Uh, Look, the ninjas are around. Show, yeah. They're going to be in this same fight. Okay. They're not. They just aren't on the ground level with the with the. <laughs> They're not in. This he fight. goes straight from rocketing around on the ground, shooting everyone down there. To straight up to the fucking penthouse of this building and just starts murdering ninjas. That's two different fights. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, He's still wearing the jetpack. Fuck you. You could argue they're the same fight. I, I mean, am arguing that they are. Because this is the final showdown. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to start in your uh, streets of rage, you got to be on the ground level first. And you get in the building with the elevator... Well, yeah, but penthouse. but according to cheats, after the first the after, after the first wave of soldiers goes in, that fight's over. <laughs> Even if they're dropping bombs and doing all kinds of other things, it's like going to the next level. Fight's over. Nope, not over. So <laughs> it'll never be over. <laughs> it's never. Over. I am the law. <laughs> Robocop goes up there, kills a couple of ninjas. Robot ninjas. For some reason, the ninjas have a fucking thermal detonator built into them. I don't know what that's about. Purely stupid. Hey, they did it before Terminator Three. They didn't do it before fucking... That's the one where they did that, right? Wait. She makes like a... Ah! And uh, she uses the that's not detonator. Well, no, he shoves something into her mouth. Oh. And it and then blows it up. Or maybe it, it was his thermal detonator. <laughs> yeah, it could have been one of his power supplies. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Whatever it is, we don't care. But Predator did it before all of them, obviously. So it doesn't make any difference. Yeah. Anyway, so... Um, he rocket powers away with the little girl and, the, and, the, and Dr. Lazarus... As he's rocket powering away, he uses flames to cripple the. <laughs> yes, fucking flamethrower was the main villain's legs. Fucking My legs. The... They love beating the hell out of people's legs in these movies. <laughs> that way you know so they're beat al- the fuck out of his legs. That way you know they're alive when you kill them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You shoot Miguel Ferrer, both of his kneecaps, both of his thighs, and then he cripples his way onto the floor, and then you just laugh at him, and as you pull the pin out of a grenade with your tongue, because you're fucking Kurtwood Smith. I guess nobody else fuck. thought that was a silly thing to say, <laughs> that they're alive when you kill them. <laughs> Seems that's always the case. I, <laughs> I, I, I didn't, but now I do. Because I was imagining to say it as a villain. <laughs> I want you to be alive when I kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I heard what you said, but then rewrote it as, I want to know you're alive when you die. Well, that's the same thing. <laughs> it seems like something uh, Ben Stiller would say in Dodgeball. Exactly. Yes. You're going to make yes. me bleed my own blood? <laughs> I like All how right. he just cooks the guy's ankles with the jetpack as they take off. 
and then the little girl gets on on the back of the jetpack and holds it, like she wouldn't also just be incinerated. Mm-hmm. Well, She'd be flying. dead so fast. Also, did we even talk about the fact that Lewis died? No, no, no. Yeah, He's immaterial. And the fact that Chief spoiled the fucking shit out of that for me. That's not much. Well, okay. <laughs> I didn't know that was the spoiler. I guess it is almost the only thing that happens of consequence for RoboCop in the movie. Yeah. But he's not the main character anymore, so it doesn't matter. I hadn't seen it since I was a literal child. Before I watched it, Cheech was like, which one does does Lewis die in? The second one or the third one? And I was like, well, it wasn't the second one, because I just fucking watched that one. Yeah, the last time (laughs) I I also watched RoboCop 3 would have been forever ago. And this movie's 20 years old, so it's not a spoiler. What I always said was, I don't remember which one she dies in. Because it could have also been the dumbass show. Yes, but also you could have just merely not mentioned extremely sensitive details about any kind of random thing. Stephen hasn't it's fucking watched It's not extremely it. sensitive. Okay, it doesn't matter. He had seen it. Cheats, Cheats will never back down from this argument. It's okay. He just loves ruining things. He just loves it. And he will do anything to make sure that that happens. Like, no question. No. <laughs> Do anything! <laughs> it's your destiny! <laughs> That's uh, the cheat's uh, fourth hidden directive. This is the way. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what the first three are. <laughs> the first three are, um, hold on, Nintendo. <laughs> and then glasses and thick asses. <laughs> would that just be one? Like, that would have been like third directive or something? Thick buttholes in R2-D2. The porn version. Well, no wonder Steven has to use an RTD2 unit for that. He has a thick butthole. Exactly. Yeah, he's got he a needs a butthole. He needs ro- robots to get up in it's, there. Exactly. The only thing powerful enough is the little soldering thing on R2D2. <laughs> <laughs> you have to solder open your ass? <laughs> uh, the diggity scale. Robocop 1. Supreme motherfucking diggity. Uh. I think we can all agree. Yes. Yeah. Now. And anybody that disagrees, just fucking turn off our podcast now. <laughs> Absolutely. Supreme diggity. Because <laughs> it's too late. You already listened to the whole fucking episode. <laughs> okay, RoboCop 2. What are we doing? I'm going to go just enough diggity. Yeah. yeah. RoboCop 2. Yeah. yeah. Two steps from the top. Just enough. RoboCop 3. Fair amount? Fair amount of diggity. Yeah. <laughs> Slight no. rise. Slight rise. Yeah, see? Yeah. These motherfuckers... That's fine. They hate <laughs> action and cars exploding. <laughs> hate action! Evidently, it is... It's practically all it is! Just fucking Lewis getting blown the fuck away. Robocop's on fire for half the movie. It's crazy. It's bedlam. What was that action movie that me and you liked, Philip? that D-Heart and Cheat shat on? White House Down. White House Down, yeah. I don't want to hear about hating action. Was that the one with Channing Tatum? <laughs> yeah. In it? Yeah. And Jamie well, Foxx is well, the it's president. probably his fault, though. <laughs> yeah, he Channing your guys' Tatums. <laughs> All right. I'm 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 actually pretty pleased with how we, we shook out on the... I knew at least Cheats was going to be a little bitch about RoboCop 3, but... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry. Ugh. Is that, like, during the podcast, or is that, like, before going Listen, Cheats, this? you're now a co-host, so... Okay. <laughs> I'm steering away from gender-specific insults. Cheats is a candy ass about RoboCop 3. I'm steering away. I, I will eventually stop saying You could call well, him a little bitch boy. Bitches leave, ass to stay. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'll never not quote bitches leave, okay? That's not what I'm saying. I'm not rewriting history here. I'm just saying, like, in normal conversation, whenever I'm calling Cheats a candy ass, I'll okay. just call him a candy ass. Fair enough. 
Aunt asses in this case. You could call him a little bitch boy. Yeah, as long as you spell it with an I. But how would you know if I'm saying it out loud? <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I, 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 we did it, guys. So now, do you go and want to have the debate about what do we, what do we want to debate about earlier? RoboCop versus Demolition, Demolition Man. Oh yeah, exactly. Well, no, yeah. this is the we have to wrap. We're doing the motion picture meltdown classic here. We, I mean, we got to redo it. The little RoboCop. Demolition Man. I don't. I think I'm, it's I unarguable. Am, I I'm so fucking torn because when we had this original argument, Stephen called me up and I was like, "Yeah, Demolition Man, of course." What the fuck are you even talking about? It holds a special place in my heart. One because of telekinesis sex with Sandy Bullock, who I would bone at any age. It's just different. They're two completely different kind of movies, which yeah. I appreciate. I know. I know they are completely different, but I'm, I'm still going with RoboCop. <laughs> well, no, it doesn't matter how different they are. The The question is, which one? They have a better villain. Simon, Fe- Simon Phoenix. <laughs> Played by fucking Wesley Snipes, fucking action hero so extraordinaire. Good. So good. And, and they have a guy talk- who was alive then to be alive later to yell Simon Phoenix. Listen, and as much as I like Kurtwood Smith's death in, in RoboCop, Simon Phoenix gets cryogenically frozen and his head fucking Shat. kicked off. <laughs> and then it explodes on the fucking ground. Goddamn, dude. Demolition Man has the words, be fucked in it. <laughs> be fucked. <laughs> oh my god. But there's not a statue of Sylvester Stallone in Detroit. Okay. There's, a There's one in Philly. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know, but yeah. for a whole nother different movie. Yeah, it wasn't for Demolition Man. So there. <laughs> well, maybe we should have the statues of the two of them fight. <laughs> hey, listen. All I gotta say is, like, typically my wife doesn't like these type of movies, and she loves both RoboCop and Demolition Man. So. I think the yeah, moral hey, of the story is watch them both because they rule. There's room for everybody. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, why? Why pick? Porque no los dos. Yeah, they're, they're both supreme diggity. Yes. They... Just fucking coin flip that shit on which one you're watching. Or double feature it. Exactly. <laughs> it's Why really, choose? <laughs> it's really tough. I'm still going to have to go with Demolition Man It just for my own personal preference. And it's got jack shit all to do with how fucking badass Robocop is because it fucking rules. I don't even think we gave Demolition Man Supreme Diggity, unless we definitely did. That was before the uh, scale. Oh shit, it was before the scale. That you know what? Retroactive rating. Supreme fucking Diggity. Eat my ass. <laughs> <laughs> don't just look at it. Eat it. Eat it. <laughs> God <laughs> fucking damn it. Well, in true motion picture meltdown fashion, we have no feedback for of episode four. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we sure are popular. <laughs> well, we never did. We haven't released three ninety nine yet, so. <laughs> Oh shit! But who's that? Not, not even something. I'll like, take it. I'll take it. Like Joel or Mark saying, and go "My fuck favorite myself. part of this episode so far was that fucking look." The arches came, Stephen. <laughs> Woo! That was the people's eyebrow <laughs> to the extreme. <laughs> Dehart, remember what Philip just said it a second ago about eating his asshole? <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm going to mirror that exact statement well, but, to you. See, it's not. It's it's a totally different thing because your butthole is so thick. <laughs> how many D Hart? How many licks you're gonna find out? Yes, <laughs> exactly. D Hart's about to find out. <laughs> One, two, three, <laughs> three. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! If you want to. <laughs> If you want to tell your friends about us, they can find us on Spotify, on Amazon Music, on Apple Podcasts, pretty much any other major podcast platforms out there. If you want to leave us, leave us some feedback, you can hit us up on Twitter at MPM Podcast or on 
Facebook or Instagram at Motion Picture Meltdown. If you want to check out some other podcasts from United Cipher, you can check out the Curly Mustache Podcast or Edge of the World Broadcast, or go back and listen to older episodes of Music Video Countdown, Talks Over Games, or The Anime Alphabet. Lastly, check out some podcasts from friends of ours like Nerdonomy, The Whiskey Reel, Sorry to Waste Your Time, or Code Yellow, A Scare Actors Podcast. I've been one of your hosts, Stephen the Rose Rosenberg. Bill the Kill Collins. Cheats be fucked, McGee. Andy Hart. And we'll see you next time.